You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about the good fight of faith. So let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, he went up when he ascended from the Mount of Olives up to the throne of God. He passed right through all of the fallen angels, all the demonic powers, Satan himself. They were powerless to stop him, to keep him from doing what he needed to do. And you know what's really cool about this? There's this thing that God does called the law of identification. And when Christ rose like that, so did we. We were in him. Now think about this for a minute. Uh, The Bible makes a big deal about Jesus being seated at the right hand of God. And we think about this awful fight that he went through when he went through his passion and went through all the suffering of the cross and so forth, was raised from the dead. We think about all that. And I remember when all this was new to me, and I wondered about that. I thought, why does the Scripture make such a big deal about Jesus being seated at the right hand of God? Isn't that where he came from? I mean, it's like he had this huge fight, and he basically just gets back to where he was before. But here's the big win. The big win, he doesn't just get back where he was before. Yes, he personally did. But he took us with him because where he was before, he wasn't a man. But now he's there not only as son of God, but also as the son of man. And in God's mind, we are seated with him at God's right hand. So when Jesus goes up through the heavens, through all of those powers of darkness, We are rising with him. In God's mind, we're with him. Now, we're not in heaven yet bodily, but we are there legally. That is our seat. You know, when I travel to Mexico or I go to Canada, I don't become a citizen of Canada or a citizen of Mexico. I'm still a citizen of the United States. My citizenship is here. So even though I am in this world, my citizenship is at the right hand of God, and I have a place in God that supersedes. It's well beyond where I am in this physical arena, and that's what's so very important about identification. Now, this verse has a reference to Jesus' victory over every manner of malevolent spiritual being. Doesn't matter what class of demon, power, principality, ruler, darkness, this world, wicked spirit in high places, he's over them all. He passed through the heavens. So this is the reason our fight of faith is necessary, and it is because the atmosphere around the earth is where our spiritual enemies operate. Now listen to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. I'm going to begin reading with verse 1. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, 
the Spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. The Bible says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. He dominates the people who are in disobedience. He works in them. But he doesn't do that with us. He would like to, but he can't because we have authority over him and we have been lifted above that. So he's the prince of the power of the heavens, but Jesus passed right through that, taking us with him. In identification, we are seated with him. And so we have an authority. Now, even though we have this authority, there is often a time period between when we pray and when we receive a manifestation. We don't always get an instant manifestation to our prayers. So there are three phases to the fight of faith. There is the release of faith. Uh, we talked about it in Mark chapter 11. Uh, Jesus said to the fig tree, uh, no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. That was the release of faith. He gives illustration of it in verse 23, that if you shall say unto this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, that is the release of faith. Then there's the fight of faith and shall not doubt in your heart. Doubt implies there is an opposing force. There's something coming against your mind. But he believes that whatever he says shall come to pass. There's a time period here. That's the fight of faith. He will have whatever he says. That is the last part. That's the manifestation. So you've got three components to the fight of faith. The release, the fight, and the manifestation. The fight can be long sometimes, and I'm going to show you a place uh, where it's quite long, and it is found in the book of Daniel. And I want to go to the book of Daniel, chapter 10, and uh, we're going to read the story of uh, something that Daniel did that really covers three chapters, Daniel 10, 11, and 12. The last three chapters of the book all have to do with one prayer that Daniel prayed. And now I'm going to read the first part. I wasn't going to, but I'm going to go ahead and read the first part. Uh, so in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. Uh, the message was true, but the appointed time was long. So what God told Daniel in this message was for many years in the future and uh, it, it, it was uh, 2,500 years in the making. It had to do with the people of Israel over a 2,500-year period. Some of the things have already happened, and some of them hadn't happened yet. And Daniel understood the message. He had understanding of the vision, which is amazing uh, that he had that kind of understanding. In those days, Daniel said, I was mourning or fasting three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food. So it wasn't a total fast. It was I wasn't any eating uh, gourmet food. No meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all until three whole weeks were fulfilled. So he is in a place of really focusing on God, fasting and praying. Now, he tells about a being from heaven who came to him and touched him. Daniel chapter 10, verse 11. He said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. 
and I have come because of your words. Now listen to this. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. So this messenger angel said, I tried for 21 days to get through to you. I was sent from the moment that you prayed your prayer. God sent me to answer it. But I was held up by this demon power. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, he's an archangel, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people, this is to Israel, in the latter days. For the vision refers to many days yet to come. And so from this point on to the end of Daniel chapter 12, all of this has to do with things that would happen to the nation of Israel. And some of these things happened very shortly after Daniel uh, received this message, and some of these things are going to happen in the future. It's a, it, this is 2,500 years long. So this is an extensive revelation. And the Bible says that Daniel not only received it, but he understood it. And so the angel gave him this message, but he had the ability to put it all together. That's fascinating to me. Now, this tells us then why there are delays to our prayers. It is because there are demon spirits, fallen angels, even Satan himself, and they work in the atmosphere to try to keep us from receiving from God. They held up this messenger angel for 21 days. It took the presence of Michael, a warring angel, to come in and to take this power out of the way to enable the messenger to get through. Now, we are not fighting those demon powers. Our angels are sent to do what they're supposed to do. It is our mission to remain in faith when there is somewhat of a delay. And sometimes things seem to be held up. We have to stay in faith. That's our issue. We are not fighting the devil. We are not trying to learn all their names and take authority over them. Our mission is to stay in faith. So let me read to you from what uh, Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 5. And uh, fascinating scripture. He said, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary. The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Now that's 1 Peter 5, 8. He didn't tell us that the devil is a roaring lion. He impersonates a roaring lion. And he walks about like one, looking for those whom he may devour. Now may implies that he needs permission. He's looking for people who will give him permission. You can give the devil permission without wanting to. And people do it all the time with fear. Fear gives him permission to begin devouring you. Don't give him permission. I refuse to give him permission. I will not let you devour him. How do you do it? Resist him steadfast in the faith. Now, we are to fight the good fight of faith. How do we fight the good fight of faith? We confess something. We hold on to the answer with a confession of faith. The word confession itself means to say the same thing. So that's why it's so very important that you fill your mind and heart with the promises of God in Scripture. The Holy Spirit will cause one or more of these to come alive in you when you're in a time of battle. 
He's done that with me many, many, many times. As I was facing something serious, he would remind me of a promise of God, something that I had learned. I'd heard it before. And when I began to say it, it was amazing to me how much more I understood it as I began to say it. So God activated that promise in me, and I said it over and over and over and over. That's when it became a confession. A confession is saying the same thing. Now resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Meaning that Satan is doing this to everybody. You're not the only one who experiences a delay. You're not the only one who ever has a fight of faith. Don't think for a minute that everybody else prays and gets an instant answer. That's not the case. We all have those fights of faith. Remember, there's the release, there's the fight, finally there's the manifestation. So don't think it's strange that your manifestation hasn't come yet. So how then are we guaranteed a victory? And here it is, 1 John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. All I have to do is keep my faith active. My faith is God's faith. God's faith overcomes the enemy. All I have to do is keep that faith alive, let it keep working. It will do what it was sent to do. And what it does when I keep it active, it stops the doubts in my mind from overcoming my mind and falling into my spirit and therefore out of my mouth, and that's where I'm defeated. And so very important that you learn to control your mouth. Some people... Uh, just naturally say everything that comes into the mind. And maybe you're raised that way. You're taught that it was a noble thing to speak your mind. I'm going to tell you, as a believer, you have to learn not to speak everything that you think, that it's foolish to speak everything that you think. In fact, the book of Proverbs says this, a fool uttereth all his mind. So don't let that be said of you. You have a confession of faith, which is saying the same thing that God says. Well, we've got two more weeks of this idea, fighting the good fight of faith. So I'll see you next week, and we'll take the next step. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.